In the untamed wilderness of Utah, there exists a place so strange, so anomalous, and so terrifying that for as long as there have been people in the area, there have been warnings about going there. This place is known to most as Skinwalker Ranch. So please join us as we delve into what may just be the most mysterious place on Earth. I'm Jake. And I'm Wes. Welcome to the Halftownless Podcast. Skinwalker Ranch, huh? Mm-hmm. I, uh, I forgot to silence my phone. Did you hear that? No, I didn't hear anything. We're, I think we're good. Oh, okay, good. Uh, yeah, sorry, it was a OnlyFans notification. Go to oh. OnlyFans.com slash WestlineFeet. Subscribe, $15 a month. You can't... We have family that listens to this, Wes. <laughs> Do we? I thought we did. No, we don't. None of them listen to this. You're a liar. Oh, wait, we do. Yeah. And it'll be it'll be fun. We'll be fine. Okay. Um. So I obviously it's not real. It's a joke. Okay. There you go. Cover your ass. All right. What? Um. So Wes, <laughs> you told me before this recording, you were unable to find any of the um, any of the books. Uh, but I, I clarified a... to you, I clarified to you, I was not going to buy any of the books, and I don't have time to read any of the books, as I, I work 40 hours a week. Right. I have an Audible free trial, you see. So... Hold up, ladies and gentlemen, hold up. What, what's about to happen? Are you going to uh, write next, next week's episode? Well, I can't commit to anything because I might have a I have like a ton of work yeah. to do. Yeah. But we'll see. Maybe maybe Jake will give us a you know what, Jake? How about this? Teaser out for the fans. Fans, tell us uh, if this sounds good. We will do a um, an episode on. We did alien encounters last week, but we'll do maybe some verified, legitimate encounters. With unknown entities. Maybe that's a future episode. What do you think? Think that sounds good? You mean like this? Nothing specific. Not. No, I just mean like... I mean like, so... um, We did Alien Encounters last week. What if in a future episode we do Encounters but... Nothing specific, not like just alien encounters or just I see uh, poltergeist encounters. Like we so do a little uh, mixed bag. We believe I got you. Yeah, so maybe a mixed bag. Some of our personal favorites. What if we uh, we'll throw that out there? Hit us up on Twitter, twitter.com backslash take it away, Jake. Half capital H, talentless capital T. Yeah, let us know. <laughs> All right, well. I did not get enough sleep last night. Spent too much time crying over the deaths of that Game of Thrones episode. And my allergies are kicking my ass. So let's just jump into it, Jake. All right, let's do it. So, um... All right. You want to take it away? Okay, so... Yeah. So, um, we will talk a little bit about some of the first-hand encounters from Skinwalker Ranch. But the problem is a lot of it is either behind a paywall... Or is something that is a bit harder to find, like if you gotta go through the book. But we'll talk a little bit about them. For the main part, we're gonna talk about what Skinwalker Ranch is and the sort of weird and mixed up history of the ownership and the land itself. So, Skinwalker Ranch, or Sherman Ranch as it is sometimes called, is a 512 acre of, uh, of land sitting just southwest of Ballard, Utah. So it's in the Utah, U, Uintah Basin, 
Um, Skinwalker Ranch borders the Ute Reservation. So the Uintal Valley Reservation was created in October of 1861 by order of President Abraham Lincoln. The, I'm going to butcher this name, Uncombre Reservation, but is commonly Uncombre. referred to the Ore. I don't think that's how that's pronounced, but I don't know. So we're going to call it what is co commonly referred to as the uh, Ore uh, Reservation. It was created in January 1882, and in uh, 1886, the two reservations were merged to become the Uintal and Ure Reservation. So, the Ute have long stated that the ranch is, quote, on the path of the skinwalker. And because of this, it is strictly forbidden for anyone on the reservation to even travel near the property. So, we got to talk about the Ute and the Navajo. Before the Ute were moved to the reservation, they were located in Utah, Colorado, and New Mexico. At one time, the Ute and the Navajo fought together amongst common enemies. However, later, when the Ute first acquired horses from the Spanish, they would abduct Navajo people and sell them to New Mexico slave markets. During uh, the Civil War, some Ute bands joined a man named Kit Carson on a military campaign against the Navajo. This ended in the Navajo being expelled from their lands and forced to march to a reservation in Fort, Su in Fort Sumner, New Mexico, called the Long Walk of the Navajo. I actually recommend you read up on that. It's a pretty fucked up thing. So, gotcha. though the tribe was allowed to return to their homelands in the Four Corners area several years later, the Ute do believe that the Navajo put a, a, a curse on the Ute tribe for their previous transgressions. After this, the Ute became plagued by the Skinwalker. Obviously, we have to talk about what a Skinwalker is because the name Skinwalker Ranch. So, Skinwalker delves from Navajo culture, and in Navajo culture, the Skinwalker is a witch who has the ability to turn into, possess, or disguise themselves as an animal. The translation for its proper name is, with it, it goes on all fours. I was not going to put its actual name in this, because even speaking about the Skinwalker is taboo, as it is believed it will attract them. And I know damn well if you had the, the native translation for that you were just going to start spewing it out while we were talking about I this absolutely would <laughs> yeah i'm not an idiot i know what you're gonna do so that's the translation with it it goes on all fours uh the skinwalker is considered the most dangerous type of witch in navajo culture witches themselves are not paranormal in fact witchcraft is a common practice in navajo culture um and although it isn't inherently bad it's whenever it's directed at another person to cause them harm, that is when it is become uh, what they refer to as the witchery way, which is, is when human remains are used during the process, and they are used in attempt to cause harm to another individual. So, sometimes these witches evolved um, from living their lives as respected healers or spiritual guides and would later turn to evil. So... When that happens, it's kind of believed that it is a bit uh, something to fear more so as they have more power and knowledge through their years of healing. Um, and all, they can be male or female. More often than not, they're male. So Interesting. They walk, yeah, they walk freely among the tribe during the day and secretly transform under the cover of night. So for the next part, we're going to refer to the Legends of America page on Skinwalkers. I didn't want to have to go to the Legends of, Legends of America page, but I'll be honest, they went in-depth more so than anybody else. So in order to become a skinwalker, he or she must be initiated by a secret society that requires the evilest of deeds, the killing of a close family member, most often a sibling. Don't even think about it, you motherfucker. Me? After this task, yeah. Well, I don't know. I meet a secret society. They tell me I can turn into a wolf. Are you fucking kidding me, Wes? I'm offing you. I'm sorry. You got you got to kill me first. Good luck. Yeah. I, I mean, I feel like I could... All right, whatever. This is a conversation for another time. <laughs> we, will, we will have an hour-long conversation about this. I could so easily... After this tap if I had the motivation to become a skinwalker... Go oh, Snap my no, fingers. No, 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 no. Nope. Incorrect. Untrue. Now, you may have heard me typing earlier, Wes. I was uh, was trying to find... I, I didn't know if Google Translate had Navajo, 
Um, so I could stick with it. It goes on all fours into it and get the uh, get the actual <laughs> translation. Just start spewing it out. What's wrong with you? I'm curious. What's wrong with you? I'm gonna buy bear traps, not for a skinwalker, for you. Okay. Think about that next time you want to come home from from college. All right, all right, fair enough. I will think about that. So you have to kill a sibling, and after this task has been completed, the individual then acquires supernatural powers, which gives them the ability to shapeshift into animals. Most often, they are seen in the form of coyotes, wolves, foxes, cougars, dogs, and bears, but they can take the shape of any animal. They then wear the skins of the animal they transform into, hence the name Skinwalker. Sometimes they also wore animal skulls or antlers atop their heads, which brought them more power. They choose what animal they want to turn into depending on the abilities needed for a particular task, such as speed, strength, endurance, stealth, claws, and teeth, so on. They may transform again if trying to escape from pursuers. Because of this, Navajo consider it taboo for its members to wear the pelt of any predatory animal. However, sheepskin, leather, and buckskin are acceptable. The skinwalkers are also able to take possession of the bodies of human victims if a person locks its eyes with them. After taking control, the witch can make its victims do and say things that they wouldn't otherwise. Once they were shapeshifted, one way that others could tell that they were not a real animal is that their eyes are very different than those of an animal. Instead, their eyes are very human. And then, excuse me, and when lights are shined on them, they turn bright red. Alternatively, when they are in human form, their eyes look more like animals. So this evil society of the witches gather in dark caves or secluded places for several purposes. To initiate new members, plot their activities, harm people from a distance with black magic, and perform dark ceremonial rites. These ceremonies are similar to other tribal affairs, including dancing, feasts, rituals, and sand painting, but were, quote, corrupted with dark uh, connotations. The evildoers are also said to engage in necrophilia with female courses, commit Great. cannibalism, incest, and grave robberies. <laughs> Jake. During is, these is gatherings. That, is that why Game of Thrones is the way it is? Because they're all skinwalkers? Oh, Jake. Come on, Jake. Tell me I'm I not like wrong. that show so far. Tell me I'm wrong. So far, you are wrong. Well, somewhat wrong. <laughs> no, I'm not wrong, am I? <laughs> You've missed two so far. <laughs> so during these gatherings, the skinwalkers shapeshift into their animal forms or go about naked, wearing only beaded jewelry and ceremonial paint. The leader of the skinwalkers is usually an old man who is very powerful and a long-lived skillwalker. Did I say skill? Skinwalker. Did I say yeah. skill? Or sk it doesn't he matter. Said you know what I meant. Skinwalker. Well, you know what? Skill issue. Skinwalkers also have other powers, including reading others' minds, controlling their thoughts and behavior, causing disease and illness, destroying property, and even death. Those who have talked about their encounters with, their, with this evil beings describe a number of ways to know if a skinwalker is near. They make sounds around homes, such as knocking on windows, banging on walls, scraping on uh, and scraping noises on the roof. On some occasions, they have been spied peering through windows uh, more often, they appear in front of vehicles in hopes of causing a serious accident. It's also, uh, I, so, I should also mention, it is commonly thought that if you're out in the wilderness alone, uh, they can mimic vocals of humans, especially people you know, in attempt to lure you into the woods. Oh, so, if, you, yeah, if you're ever on Navajo land, Jake, and you just hear me yell to you, don't even acknowledge it. Walk away without acknowledging it. I'm just Don't saying. Run. I'm just saying, Wes. If I hear you, I'm gonna think it's something I can easily kill. So that would probably work on me. I'd probably be like, "Well, worst case scenario, it's Wes." You know, <sighs> just like that, easy. I, I understand you're baiting me, but listen <laughs> up, bud. You you think a little too highly of your abilities here. No, 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 no. Given no. the proper you... motivation, I would take you out without, without, uh -uh. without. No, not happening. You're wrong. <laughs> Jake, I would hang a piano above the doorway and drop it on your ass. I would find the most creative way that you'd never even think of. Yeah. You know what, Wes? The only way this could be solved is if we get added to Warner Brothers Multiversus and people 
people we can play ourselves against each other. I don't want some scrub ass eight year old to choose me as a character. No, 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 no. It's not happening. I'm not having I would love to, but little Timmy's not picking up his controller, you know, selecting me and then getting his ass whooped to like Scooby Doo or Arya Stark. Just for some elite pro gamer to be like, oh, I'll use Jake as a joke, and then make you look good. Not happening. Not happening. I'm telling you, man. I'm telling you, man. I'd win. Nope. <laughs> Can I go back to this now? Yeah, sorry. It is said that in addition to being, being able to shapeshift, the Skinwalker is also able to control the creatures of the night, such as wolves and owls, and to make them do its bidding. Some are able to call up the spirits of the dead and reanimate the corpses to attack their enemies. Because of this, uh, the Ute rarely venture out alone. Yeah, hold on, real quick. And Navajo. Yeah, this is I, the, Jake. This wow. is the website. Yeah, the website. Uh, Legends of America. God damn, man. Anyway, did they really? Did they really use that word? <laughs> I mean, it's not yeah, like. Yeah. It's not as bad as, like, a football team, for example, but it's it's pretty bad. I, I don't think that's what they uh, are referred to now commonly, and I, I really... Anyway, sorry. We had You're to really dancing it. around you, you that. Um, we had to censor it in real time. Real-time censoring. That's, yeah. pro that's a professional way of doing it. Exactly. So... Its, its supernatural powers are uncanny, as they are said to run faster than uh, than a car and have the ability to jump high cliffs. They are extremely fast, agile, impossible to catch, and leave tracks that are longer than those of any animal. Uh, they're usually... What did I say? I lost my spot. Longer. You said leave tracks that are longer well, than those of any animal. So Jake just cut us because we had God to. God damn it! I and instead you. of oh fuck, and I instead of so choosing a normal much. spot, Jake I chooses choose the spot. middle of a sentence. Jake, no, no. Jake says to me, "All right, I'm gonna real quick say jerk because it it stopped halfway through larger." I, yeah, you you don't get to call me out on longer and then pull that shit. So, <laughs> I hate you. <laughs> We're actually going to fight. You know, we're going to find out right now. I'm going to drive down there. You know what? And we're going to find no, out no, no, who's no, no. going to fight. Nope. We're setting this up. We're scheduling it. And we're uh, paying for admission. Who do you think would pay to, pay to see? Many people. I can almost guarantee a lot of people. Now, are we, are all we of our training listeners. beforehand what? or are we just going in as is? Full Goku. Straight Full up training Goku. for for as, as long as we can. Yep. Oh shit! You're going down. Yep. You're so fucked, man. Oh, little man. do you know, little do you know, and Dragon Ball fans will, will recognize this reverence. You'll come in as Goku, but I'm rolling in as Broly, and I'm gonna whoop your fucking ass. Um. Yeah, you don't understand that reference, do I don't you? Understand That's that what reference, I thought. But I have a sneaking suspicion Goku wins the next time they fight. <laughs> I don't know. I didn't get that far. So when they have been seen, they have been described as not quite human and not fully animal. They are usually naked, but have been reported seeing the creature wearing tattered shirts or jeans. So the Skinwalker kills out of greed, anger, envy, spite, or revenge. It also robs graves for personal wealth and to collect much-needed ingredients for use in black magic. These witches live on the unexpired lives of their victims, and they must continually kill or perish themselves. Uh, skinwalkers and other witches have long been blamed for all manner of unexpected struggles um, from sickness, drought, crops, or even sudden death. Today, most of the tales or sightings of these witches don't include death or injury, but are more so like trickster-like. Um, numerous people have told stories of swift animals running alongside their vehicles, matching their speed. After a short period, however, they run off into the wilderness. Uh, along the way, these animals sometimes turn into a man who sometimes bangs on the hood. Another story tells of a man who was making repairs on an old uh, ranch home when he began to hear loud laughter coming from the nearby sheep pens. Thinking he was alone, he went to investigate and found all the sheep but one huddled in the corner of a pen. However, 
there was a lone ram separated from the group that was standing upright and laughing in a very human manner. After the man locks eyes with the ram, he sees that the eyes are not that of an animal, but very humans. The animal then casually walks away on all four legs. That's not what? fucking horrifying. Yeah. Goddamn. Was that your phone? Was that your phone? Look, Wes, I left it on the desk, and I'm yeah. so sorry. Yep. See, I silenced mine. I left it on vibrate. I... I... Oh man, I could have made. Oh god, that was a little. Oh, that was a little hanging fruit. Oh, I Guys, what's wrong with you? <sighs> Moving you on. Have family listening. Moving on. <laughs> god damn. Funny thing is, I almost made the same joke. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit. Anyway, some say they have seen them running through the night, sometimes turning into a fiery ball, leaving streaks of color behind them. Uh, remember that. Others have seen angry-looking humanoid figures looking down on them from cliffs, mountains, and uh, mesas. However, skinwalkers are notoriously hard to kill, and attempts are usually unsuccessful. Again, remember that. Trying to kill one will result in the witch seeking revenge. Successful killing generally requires the assistance of a powerful shaman who knows spells and rituals that can turn the skinwalker's evil back upon itself. Another alternative is to shoot the creature with bullets that have been dipped into white ash. However, the shot must hit the witch in the neck or the head. Traditionally, the Navajo will not speak with outsiders about these creatures for fear of retribution from the skinwalkers. For that matter, it is a taboo subject amongst the natives themselves. It is very important to note here that you don't believe the Skinwalker resides on Skinwalker Ranch, but that they live in a place called Dark Canyon, which is nearby. Skinwalkers have still been seen on and around the ranch. One story in particular we're going to get back to later. So that's what the Skinwalker is, and it's called Skinwalker Ranch because of the presence of Skinwalkers and the Utes' believal that the ranch lives on, quote, the path of the Skinwalker. But the modern-day lore and fascination behind Skinwalker Ranch isn't actually because of Skinwalkers. It's really because of UFOs and extraterrestrial activity. Gotcha. But some people have connected certain dots. And Jake, we've, we may have talked about some of these dots back in our, uh, back in our, our other episodes. But... Some people will go as far to say that skinwalkers could be types of extra extraterrestrial beings or interdimensional mm -hmm. beings. Um, there is one particular moment we're going to talk about that I've always found really odd and fascinating when it comes to um, skinwalkers and, I guess, UFOs or ETs, whatever you want to say. But... I couldn't find exactly where it should go into, so we're going to get into it in a few minutes under, uh, along with our other UFO sightings. So, oh, and everything froze. What just happened? Sorry. Hold on. Did you just change the font? I did. It was Comic Sans. I could not have it. Jake, did you just change the font? I, this, this is not your outline, sir. This is not, dude. Comic Sans I is bad. Believe man. you. <laughs> Unfucking believable. You're the one who used Comic Sans in your outline, dude. Because it's bigger. Is that you're trying to pad my your outline? outline? Is what I want. Oh my god. No, it just makes it easier for me to read. Oh my god. This is terrible. <sighs> now I have to go find my spot again, because you had to go fuck around with my shit. My outline. How long are we into this so far, by the way? We're on... Jake, oh, we're stop it! We're 24 minutes in. No, I wasn't highlighting. I was god. trying to show you where you were. Relax. I know where I'm at. <laughs> you hear that? That's me yawning. Yep. You did that. Am I keeping you awake over there? <clears throat> uh, barely. 
So, we're going to talk about the first family that owned the ranch, the Myers family. So the ranch was purchased by the Myers family in 1905, who made a homestead consisting of a few buildings at the foot of Skinwalker Ridge in the northwest corner of the ranch. They would later abandon the original homestead and create a new one on the eastern side of the ranch. Kenneth John Myers and his wife Edith Child Myers would reside on the ranch until 1987. In their 82 years on the ranch, neither Kenneth or Edith reported any strange occurrences. However, some of their neighbors did. So we'll talk about a few UFO sightings because although UFO activity has been around since the 1700s, especially uh, particular cases about the Spanish seeing odd, strange lights above their camps, it really ramps up in the 1950s. Around this time, all across the U.S., UFO, um, UFO sightings start drastically increasing. Um, the, U- the Uintal Basin is no exception to that. So, hundreds of different UFO sightings surge for the next few decades to the point that in the 1970s, the Utah Highway Patrol stopped writing down incident reports involving UFO sightings. Uh, these UFOs have been described as strange fireballs, like we mentioned earlier with the Skinwalkers, aircraft that range in size from 20 to 30 feet across uh, to as large as the size of a football field. They were described variously as round, oval, cigar-shaped, and triangular. Some were surrounded by a glowing green light, others emitted wavy red beams, and others appeared to shoot colored lights from their underbellies. Around that same time, strange cattle mutilations began to be reported. I also want to mention that uh, that sort of um, sighting I mentioned earlier. So this is going to happen in the time of the Sherman family, but one night the Shermans were on a ridge looking down amongst the valley, and they saw what is said to have been um, almost like an orange portal open up, a large... um, rectangular portal like a doorway mm-hmm. and out from it crawled a very large completely black figure that had to that was said to have like long lanky limbs very skinny with a cigar shaped head um i've always kind of been weirded out by that because it just makes the idea of that ranch so much more fucking horrifying to have like a portal to another fucking dimension open up and some yeah. creepy ass, you know, creeper rolling out of there. I it's just it's horrible. Now so, are you sure that was what? the Shermans? I thought I read that that was someone else. <clears throat> it might not have been the Shermans themselves, but it was in the time of the Shermans. Okay. So brings us to the Sherman family. After the Myers vacated the ranch in 87, it stood empty for se- uh, for seven years before it was purchased by Terry and Gwen Sherman in 1994. The couple moved in with their two children and livestock. They were surprised to find that the previous owners had placed dead lock- deadbolt locks on all the doors and windows, including those inside the house. Some of these had deadbolts on both the inside and the outside uh, of the doors. So even the kitchen cabinets had bolts on them themselves. And at both ends of the house, iron stakes and heavy chains had been installed, which Sherman guessed were used by the previous tenants for large guard dogs. So, you can you, you can believe the claim that the, uh, the Myers didn't see or hear anything, but then you see this shit, which is... Yeah, which does kind of suggest they maybe had something going on. And even in the first few month, a uh, few weeks of the Sherman family being there, those kitchen cabinets would open and slam... And, and on just random occasions, like straight up poltergeist activity of of the cabinets just opening up, like all of them being open as soon as you walk into the room, or them slamming shut. Like it's just a bunch of weird shit regarding those cabinets. Um, same thing with doors and windows, just opening and shutting. One second. So on the day the Sherman family bought the ranch. The family spotted a large coyote or a wolf in one of their pastures, um, which soon approached, making its way to a livestock pen. It then grabbed a calf by the nose, trying to drag it through the uh, through the corral bars. Terry Sherman and his father then began to beat the animal to make it release the calf, but were unsuccessful. 
When they failed, Sherman shot the animal with the 357 Magnum at point-blank range, but still, the wolf held on to the calf. After another shot, it released the calf and just stood there calmly, looking at the men. After a few more shots, the animal trotted off. Amazingly, there was no blood or sign of injury to the animal. The men then followed the tracks um, of the animal for about a mile before they suddenly ended as if it had simply vanished. This is just foreshadowing for events that would follow. So, it should be mentioned, a few things that I forgot to put in here. One, mm -hmm. the wolf was said to be much, much larger than any normal animal. Secondly, what they didn't talk about here that I forgot to put in, Sherman didn't just shoot it with a magnum. He grabbed a buffalo rifle, which is a massive oh, rifle. Yeah. That rifle should have obliterated that wolf, even at the size it was. When he shot it, all it did was take off a chunk of its shoulder. So, so and that was before just, it ran off and I lost track it. of it. You just missed? Skeleton. Even if he hits it in Jake, even if he hits him in the shoulder, that's a buffalo rifle, dude. That thing is massive. Should have destroyed it. Should have been like a car Skeleton. and a squirrel. Just what? What? Have you ever seen a car run over a squirrel? Yeah. Do you need to talk to someone? Or I'm not saying run over. I'm not saying run over. Imagine a flying squirrel is descending at a rapid rate, and as it's coming in front of a moving car going, say, 35 to 40 miles per hour, and then just bam, and then just 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 hair and fur and blood and gore. I don't want to talk about it. All right. Bro, it's very okay? hard to clean off the front of a car after you've obliterated a flying squirrel. Wes, can I ask you uh, something? What? When you hit the flying what? squirrel, was there a thunk, 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 thunk under the wheels? <laughs> no, there was not. Was there hair and like maybe a bike helmet on the front of the car when you were done? <laughs> Yo, oh my god, Shane. <laughs> no, there was not. Okay, Jesus. I'm just, just <laughs> oh making sure god. you didn't just run over oh. a cyclist and then like repress that memory and replace it with a flying squirrel. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, I thought you were going to ask me if there was, like, a collar in the front of the car labeled Fido. No. No. Oh, that was, yeah, that was worse. That was worse. <laughs> Whew. Where was I? Uh... Oh, Yeah. A few weeks later, when Gwen Shepard was in her car, Sherman? Uh, she encountered a wolf that was... What did I say? Shepard? Shepard, yeah. God damn it. Where's my coffee? Um, she encountered, again, a wolf that was so large, its back was parallel with the top of her window. The large wolf was accompanied by a dog-like animal she couldn't identify. So, a dog. Over the next two years, the Shermans, as well as their neighbors, reported seeing a number of strange animals in the area. These include exotic, multicolored birds not native to the region and tall, dark beasts that resembled a Sasquatch. Now, Bro, I'm not saying, I'm not saying that Bigfoot is one of those portal beings, but did they think did about they it. report this to Matt Moneymaker? Hold on. Probably not. That's their fault. Now remember, Matt Moneymaker, when we were talking about, or um, Bigfoot, when we were talking about that <laughs> that episode on Bigfoot, I almost said Matt Moneymaker was an interdimensional being. People believe <laughs> that Bigfoot's an interdimensional being. Yeah. Right? No, not that. Think about it. All right. Well, oh, God. I was going to check oh, to no. see if there was any... I don't think the BFRO or dot org was around at this time. That's my problem. I'm dumb. That's that, what? No, that's Matt's problem. It's, yeah, come on, Matt. Be born earlier. Come on. So on what? <laughs> so on one occasion, the Sherman saw a strange hyena-like creature attacking one of their horses, which they described as. Low to the ground, heavily uh, muscled, weighing perhaps 200 pounds, with curly red hair and a bushy tail. As Mr. Okay. Sherman approached the animal, it van- what? I said okay. You just paused. 
so I, so I said okay. I, wanted to I didn't pause. You did. As Mr. Sherman approached the animal, it vanished before his eyes. Afterward, they checked the, uh, the horse and found numerous claw marks on its legs. A few months later, a neighbor reported seeing a similar beast running across their property. That's fucking horrifying. Can you yeah, imagine that? So a, a big ass, two hundred pound hyena just run across your your property. Why do you live there? Yeah, I'd, I'd move. I mean, I mean, I don't know why anybody would live in Utah too. anyway, but foreshadow. Mormons. Mormons. Oh, I see what you did there. I see what you did there. So Mormons. Shermans like their. <laughs> it's Utah. What are you talking? Of course. Who else? I mean, you're not necessarily wrong, but like, come on, man. They're not ready for what they're going to find on this property, man. Can you, can you imagine? Jake, it's Joseph Smith. What are you talking it's, about? It's, he's Joseph to, Smith he's, himself <laughs> goes on this property. He would, he would write a new book about, like, uh, he'd make a new church about what happened on Skinwalker Ranch. That's exactly, that's that type oh, of stuff God. right up his alley. He'd make up some more work. I'm sorry, Ooh. I should stop. I should stop. Oh, oh man. <laughs> we're getting we're getting there. Yeah, oops. Well, Jake, as long as polygamy's allowed. Wait, is it over there? So Oh wait, multiple wives. Multiple wives. The more so it's allowed for the dudes. Yeah. Yeah. Like, no, I'll just be born a man. God. Yeah, come on. Skill issue? Skill issue, yeah. So, the Shermans, like their neighbors, also saw strange lights and flying objects, including more than a dozen on one evening. Damn. On many of the occasions that they spot, yeah, that they saw these UFOs, they also experienced um, the death or disappearance of, sorry, hold on, of several of their cows. So, seven to be exact. Four disappeared without a trace, and three uh, three more were found dead and partially mutilated. This is the part that really weirds uh, people out, me included. So one of the dead cows had a peculiar hole in the center of its left eyeball, but was otherwise untouched. Another was found with a similar hole in its left eye, and a six-inch hole about an inch deep that had been carved out of its rectum. The last... I just spent a normal Friday night, you know, doing whatever Jake does... So the last Whoa, cow, dude! Oh what? my god, what is wrong with you? Chill, man. It's a dead fucking cow. <laughs> Jesus. There's better ways to. There's better ways to make that joke, man. Jesus. I just wanted to get to it before you did. <laughs> was, it's a dead cow with a carved out rectum, dude. What is wrong with you? God, where's Howie Mandel to videotape that one? <laughs> that was good. So, oh my god. Thanks. So the, the last cow to be killed and mutilated had been seen alive by the Sherman Sun just five minutes earlier. It had a six-inch wide, 18-inch deep hole carved out of its rectum that um, extending into the body cavity. 18-inch deep. Ooh. God damn. In all, uh, God, I have to stop myself. We gotta Dude, keep please moving. do. In all three cases, there was no trace of blood found. A chemical odor was apparent, and no evidence of predators' footprints or tire tracks. That chemical odor is really weird too. Because um, cows do produce methane when they fart, but yeah. still, that's still that's still different. Like if you lived with cows, I feel like you'd know the difference, right? Yeah. Definitely. Okay. So, of the cow that disappeared, one seemed to have been magically lifted from the snow. Its hoof prints led into a field and then just simply disappeared. The snow, uh, the ground was littered with broken twigs and branches, and the tops of the trees appeared to have been cut off. Other strange events uh, were also happening during these years. Pastures would unexplainably light up at night. The sound of heavy machinery would be heard that seemed to be operating under the earth. Poltergeist types of activity excuse me, uh, occurred, such as items disappearing only to reappear at later times. Strange disembodied voices, often speaking an unfamiliar language. What does that sound like, Jake? 
uh, were heard from above, and crop circles of flattened grasses were found on the ranch. So that poultry activity, like we mentioned earlier, with the cabinets, did not just was not solely just in cabinets. There's actually one uh, one event uh, of poltergeist activity that's really fucking weird, where um, Sherman told his son and some of his son's friends that were there one day, hey, go put go stake some of these posts for the fence out into the into the ground. Like there was a bunch of heavy metal posts, and he was like, go put these in the ground out there. When he came back, they're just laying in a fucking haphazard pile right where he found, right where he told them. When he went in to yell at the fucking kids, like, why didn't you put these in the ground? They told him, like, we did. We put them in the ground. Sure enough, there are holes out in the yard where they had put them in, and somehow these posts were just back. Now, you can say maybe, you can say maybe the son and the friends might have, like, wanted to pull a joke or something, but... What good does that do them? They still had to go put these back in the fucking ground. Yeah. How does that do know. any good? It just that makes no sense as like from a practical joke perspective. Perhaps. Um. So, oh, I just scrolled too far. Uh, the final stroll occurred one evening in May 1996 when Sherman was outside with three of his dogs when he noticed a blue orb darting around in the field near the ranch house. He urged his dog to after it. They chased and barked at the orb as they followed it into some thick brush. Sherman heard them make three terrible yelps, and when he called out for them, they didn't respond. It is important to note, before he sort of noticed that this orb, it was just kind of floating around his property, and he was like hiding behind a little hill looking at it. It was a, a basketball size basketball shaped and sized orb that was like blue and translucent with this bubbling fucking liquid inside. Jeez. So yeah, the next morning when he goes to look for the dogs, cause obviously he's not going right after that shit. He found only three round greasy lumps, um, which appeared to be at a scorched spot. The dogs were never seen again. Jeez. Take a guess at what fucking happened to them. Yeah. I, I, I wonder Fucking puppy pudding, man. That shit is. This dog's literally got microwaved. Yeah, they did. They did. They got. We. Oof, man. The amount of horrible jokes that I have to stop myself from making. I. This is why I need coffee, Jake. Cause I'm like, I'm so ready. I'm just. I'm. I'm itching. I'm itching to say it. I'm. I'm itching to do it again. Um. After two years of these terrible events, the family began to publicly speak out. The first claims about the uh, the first claims about the strange and unusual events at the ranch appeared in the Salt Lake City, Utah Desert News, and later in the alternate alternative weekly Las Vegas Mercury as a series of articles by journalist George Knapp. George Knapp and co-author Colm Keller subsequently authored a book in which they titled the earlier investigations into alleged UFO sightings in the Uintah County region. The vanishings and mutilated cattle, large animals with piercing red eyes that were not injured um, when struck with bullets, like I mentioned earlier, invisible objects emitting destructive magnetic fields, crop circles, Bigfoot-like creatures, and poltergeist activity. Uh, George Knapp and Colm Kelleher, you said? Yeah, that is where we get the book, uh, Hunt Uh, for the Skinwalker. Okay, I'm going to... Yeah, Colm Kelleher. PhD. I'm going to read this book yep. and I'll see if I can do a follow up episode, go in depth on more of this stuff. Yeah. Fair Maybe enough. I'll read, so I'll read this brings us some of the other stuff that happens. Okay. So this brings us to a time where the Shermans plan to sell the property. However, before they got the chance, Robert Bigelow, a millionaire business, businessman and a believer in UFOs, He was also the founder of the National Institute for Discovery Science, or NIDS. He offered to buy the property after he had read about it in the newspaper. So he bought the ranch for $200,000 and on a non-disclosure agreement with the Shermans who agreed not to talk further about the events on the ranch. He then began to establish a compound compound with high-tech sensing equipment PhD-level field investigators, scientists, and a security detail which guarded the property 24 hours a day. 
The investigators were tasked with collecting evidence, interviewing witnesses, and searching for uh, explanations. Its purpose was the research and advance and advance the study of various fringe sciences and paranormal topics, including UFOs and cow mutilation. With little quote apparent success, the NIDS was disbanded in 2004. The organization. Really? What? You think I didn't just fucking see that? No. You're fixing typos after we've already gone over them? Well, I fixed most of them before we got to them. Alright. However, the organization was quickly replaced by the Bigelow Aerospace Advanced Space Studies, or BAASS, or BASS, as I will refer to, which yeah. was more secretive and apparently working towards having a government sponsor. In 2007, the Advanced Aviation Threat Identification Program, or AATIP, ATIP, was a secret investigatory thank you, effort funded by the United States Defense Department to study unidentified flying objects primarily on Skinwalker Ranch. In the next several years, $22 million were spent on the program, which investigated reports of unidentified flying objects and was run by a military intelligence official, Louis Elizondo, from the Pentagon. The shadowy program was largely funded at the request of Harry Reid, the Nevada Democrat who was the Senate Majority Leader at the time and who had uh, had an interest in space phenomena. He was also a longtime friend of Robert Bigelow. So this information, however, was not publicly known at the time until it was released by the New York Times in 2017 when the story broke, a Department of Defense official confirmed the government-funded program and Senator Harry Reid admitted his complicity. Today, parts of the study remain classified, and the Department of Defense has never officially acknowledged the existence of the program, but, interestingly, it does admit that the program was shut down in 2012. Interesting. That year, the Bigelow Aerospace Advanced Space Studies shit, lost, yep, lost its funding from the Department of Defense uh, as the Advanced Aviation Threat Identification Program contract expired and was not renewed. This was primar primarily due to Louis Elizondo's explanation Wait. that official... What? Sorry, I was making acronyms, and then I... That was a name. My bad. <laughs> to his explanation that officials feared the public might learn uh, about the program and see it as a misappropriation of taxpayer funds. In the meantime... The ranch was sold for the rumored amount of $4.5 million in 2016 to Adamantium Holdings. Bigelow's company then disbanded it, uh, its security team, but it was quickly replaced by the new owners. Those owners quickly gated up the entrances to Skinwalker Ranch, which is now a private property and is off-limits to the public. This is where we get into the new owner, which I feel stupid for not putting his name. Brendan Frugal. Thank you, Frugal. Um... And this is where we are now today with the um, secret of Skinwalker Ranch television show. Frugal uh, admits he was a skeptic when he bought the ranch. Oh, it's, it's Fugal, not Frugal. My my apologies. Oh, and and for he said for up to like six months he it's experienced branded. nothing on the ranch. Fugal, my bad. So um, Fugal then said that he started experiencing strange things, which brought him to where he is today with the show. And again. I recommend the show. There is so much to the ranch and the odd things happening at the ranch. There, like, if you want to learn more about it, I just like watch the show because it will give you an in-depth analysis of all this crazy shit that happens. Why don't um, Why don't you watch the show? Wes, I don't want to watch the show. I don't want to do that. So you're gonna make me do it, aren't you? If you want. I, I just, I feel like this episode doesn't include any of the real meat of the story, you know? It's because the meat is behind a fucking paywall, Jake. Alright. Paywalls can be gotten around. That's all I'll say. That, well, then that's your job. I'm on it. So, right, well. and yeah, I mean, not a, not a super meaty episode of Skinwalker Ranch, but... 
I mean, honestly, like pretty much all, all the stuff from the book, however good has been touched on a lot. A lot of the newer stuff that is sort of, I don't know, better investigated with all the new equipment and all that. That's where the show comes in. So, I don't know. I, I personally think that to get the best experience possible, watch the show. Okay. Which I'm sucks because gonna... we've now ended two. We've now ended two episodes in the past three weeks with just watch, just just you know, like what was it? Um, Jack the Ripper Part Three. Like you know what? It's this guy. Fuck it. Just yeah. skip to the end. It's this guy. Yeah. It's David Cohen. <laughs> And then with this, I'm like, just watch the show. I'm, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm glad people listen in, but um, realistically, I, I would recommend the show. What? Uh, how, how far in are we? Fifty minutes and forty-five seconds. Perfect. You know what that gives us time for, Jake? What? Who the fuck would win in a fight? Okay. All right. That's it. To the death. It's me. You're losing. I'm not losing. To the dude. death. To death? Yes, you oh, are. 100% you're losing, dude. Yes. 100%. No. No? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Are, we are weapons allowed? Is preparation weapons and allowed? weapons allowed? Pre preparation and weapons, weapons are both weapons allowed. Weapons and preparation. Weapons and preparation. Oh, then you're done. Allowed. No, you're, you're dead. absolutely fucking dead. Dude. <laughs> I won't even, I won't even use, I will not even use automatic weaponry. I will use like a sword and you're still done. Dude, if we go, if we go at it with swords, I'm messing you up, man. I'm messing you up. <clears throat> Not true. You realize I can make I'm armor. I'm gonna be like Rambo, right? dude. <clears throat> Please do. I I hope you do. I hope you do, dude. But when you're catching an arrow to the knee, you know you know who who did like, it. You know what's happening. The I, back of the knee, buddy. The okay. I mean, you'd have to get behind. You me put first. heavy armor in the back of your knee where it no. bends. You no. won't even see me, Jake. You won't. You won't even see me, Wes. How could I not see you? Where is this fight taking place? I assume it's some predetermined location. Okay. I mean, unless we're allowing is the ambushes, in which field? case I will actually fucking murder you. Is it an open field? I mean, it could be. It could be wherever you want. You can put it... I, I win either way. Not <laughs> true. I'm just... Absolutely I'm trying to get a, a, a respected... No, not true. Right. Where's this fight happening? Where's this? Okay. Uh, where would you want to fight? The woods. The woods. All right. We fight in the woods. Yep. I still win. Not true. It's not true, Jake. I mean, you don't even know how to use a bow. That's a bold-faced lie. I do know how to use a bow. Absolutely not true. It 100% is true. I know how to use a bow. Well, how do you know how to use a bow, Wes? I took archery in middle school, fucker. Oh, shit. He's got me I there. I know how to use a bow. Fucking middle school. Yep. Right. Yep. I could use one better than you. That's probably true, actually. That's probably true. But yeah. here's the thing, yep. Wes. I'm not how many times do we almost kill our bow. neighbors with that thing? I almost kill any of our neighbors with that thing all right i was actually getting pretty good with it and then i just stopped because yeah, all right well really. i'm telling you you're you're not winning i, I want I'm you to know that winning. you're not winning no I'm, you're not what weapons are we using are we talking uh, like medieval weapons we could we could use whatever weapons we want i think whatever weapons we want Whatever weapons Are you, you sure? Want. Absolutely. Armor allowed? Armor allowed. Alright, well I'm a man of honor, so I'll wear whatever armor you're wearing. I guess okay. like you yeah. know, like knight's armor. Yeah. Um and I'm gonna take I'm gonna take a big ass flail. Like one a that's just flail? a chain. Not no no handle. Yeah. And before you Bro. can even get up close to me, I'm gonna just whack, just straight in the face. You're gonna, you're gonna hurt yourself, dude. <laughs> Not true. You're, you're actually just gonna hurt yourself, and then, and then nope. I'm gonna wreck your your shit. Nope. Because the thing Not is, true. all I have to do, all I have to do, Wes, 
is get like a sword, right? And then uh-huh. fall uh-huh. back to a farther range, right? And then when you try to swing your big okay. slow ass fucking flail at me, I just duck it. I'm not saying stick whoa, my whoa. sword up in the chain. And then I got you. I pull you okay, in. Okay, then I would bam, yank the chain. No, yank. Nope. Nope. Oh, nope. I'd yank the chain, pull your sword out of your hands. You've given not me the I'm, advantage there, buddy. No, not not if I grip it real hard. <laughs> yes, if you, yes, if you grip it real I'll wrap the chain around my hands so you can't rip it out of my hands, asshole. Well, then I'll just pull you in my and head would beat you. yours there. Dude, we know if it no, comes out I, of the head I, I'm getting the better in, of that exchange. If you pull me in, I'm going shoulder first into your face. Dude, no. I'm taller. Yeah, but you're not that tall. I'm not taller. Yeah, you're not I that sure tall. Tell him. Put, you're, sure, I, you're not I, shoulder. I stand on my face. tippy toes. You stand on your tippy if toes. If I stand on my tippy toes. But then I just yank you off balance, you big dummy. I'm, no, I'll be no, I'll be like John Cena. John Cena does this jumping shoulder tackle. I do that, <laughs> and then when you're on the ground, I'm just gonna start punching you in the face while I put my knee on your chest so you can't get up, and I'm just gonna beat you in the face until you're dead. Dude, let let's be honest, Wes. Which one of us is more likely to beat the other one to death in this fight? Be honest. If I if you're wearing heavy ass armor and you go to your back, you're done. Okay, but I'm not going to my back. You're going to your back. Not true. Not true. <laughs> it's just not happening. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> this is this is the least evidence based <laughs> art uh, argument I've ever been a part of. I got you beat here, right? You're wrong. That's how. No. What if I bring a spear? Spears beat flails every time. I just outrange you. Fine, fine. If you're bringing a spear... No, fine. If you're bringing a spear, then I'm going to bring a paladin shield and a short sword. And I'm going to kill you. I think the spear still wins. I disagree. I, I think you're an idiot. All right, you want to bring a spear? Fine, I'll bring a bow and arrow. I'll just take uh, three steps back proven, and shoot him in the face. We've already proven you do not know how to use a bow and arrow. And you're using a bow and arrow against someone with full medieval armor. I absolutely I I do. I absolutely win. I absolutely do. Nope. Arrow to the Dude. throat. Arrow to, yeah, you're going to hit my you're fucking done. throat with an arrow. I am. We're allowed to train, right? Yeah. But I don't think... Then I'd get so to... good... I, I'd make Hawkeye piss his pants. I would shoot you straight in the throat. I'd just wear chainmail coming over my face. Alright, fine. If you're gonna wear chainmail, then I'm gonna bring a fucking flamethrower and melt that shit to your skin. Boom. I thought we Got said him. medieval weapons. No, you said any weapons. Then I'd bring a fucking hand grenade. <laughs> well then, fine. If you're gonna bring a hand grenade, then I'm gonna bring a, a goddamn, what's it called? I'm gonna bring juggernaut armor. I'm going to have a big old minigun, and I'm just going to say, you know, make your peace with your gods, and I'm going <laughs> to obliterate you. <laughs> then I'm bringing an AC-130 attack plane, and I'm going to shoot you with it. <laughs> I'll make good personal friends with Joe Biden so he can drone strike you. <laughs> I'll ride... No, I'm going to ride an Air Force One. Then you can't. I mean, Air Force One has limited defense. You're going to try and get... You're going to try and get... But I'm going to be with the president, so no one will let you do that. And then you're going to try and get on Air Force One, and I'll just be like, get off my plane, I'm going to kick you off well, the plane. What if I bring Harrison Ford? Fuck. Yeah. He's not the president, though. Well, he was in that movie. I'll kick you out. I won't kick Harrison Ford out. I'll let Harrison Ford stay. I like Harrison yeah, Ford. Yeah, but the thing is, we've had time to prepare. I've been actively destroying Harrison Ford's psyche. He is a Russian sleeper agent at this point. I say the term, like, get off my that. plane. And he just murders everyone on the plane. <laughs> and you won't have the heart to kill Harrison Ford, Fine. will you? Fine. You're right. But I have Sam Jackson... Who's trying to get these motherfucking snakes off his motherfucking plane. And you're a snake, Jake. That's what you are. So he's going to kill your ass. Harrison Ford versus Samuel L. Jackson? I don't like my chances there. I'm going to be honest. All right. Um, yeah. Hold on. 
Hold on. Fuck, he might have me. Shit. Oh, shit. See, when you whip out Mace Windu, you just win. <laughs> Buff, who, who's, who's better at fighting than Samuel Jackson? Who's beaten Samuel Jackson in a fight in his movies? Well, I, mean, uh, I can give you one. Oh, who? Hayden Christensen. Hayden Christensen. Yeah. Fucking yeah. Darth Vader himself did it. Yeah. I'll get Hayden Christensen on that plane with Harrison Ford. It'll be Han Solo and Anakin Skywalker Fine. versus Mace Windu. Oh, well, boo-hoo. I got Ewan McGregor. You know what happened in the Obi-Wan show? Spoiler alert, he fucking beat Darth Vader. Hmm. Do I need Yeah, Daisy I've been thinking Ripley? ahead. <laughs> whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> I think I do. She's all the Jedi West. Fine. I... <laughs> <laughs> Fine. Then I get Luke Skywalker. Dude, have you not seen the sequel trilogy? I ignore the sequel trilogy, Jake. I also do, but I mean, if we're using Star Wars canon... Like, I'm not a big fan of the sequel trilogy, but I'm not above using it to win. Uh, hold on. Fine, fine, fine. I'll take Grogu. Too cute to uh, kill, but we'll absolutely murder shit. people. We've seen it. We've seen it. We've shit. seen it. He choked out that one conservative bitch. We saw it. He did. He did. And now she's doing uh, softcore for uh, that new Hunter Biden movie. <laughs> God damn, man. Oh, Grogu, Jeez. man, you gotta, you gotta let some oxygen go up there, man. Chill, God, man. her brain was deprived of oxygen for too long. <laughs> oh man, Grogu, chill, chill, <laughs> Grogu, hold back a little, man. Uh, what time did you go to work? Uh, five thirty. Okay, okay, he's still got time. So we'll, where did uh, how long is how uh, how far call here? Yeah, yeah, I feel like this is a good place. So I gotta get ready for work right. anyway. How about Woo! we? How about we leave it up to uh, to the viewers? Put on Twitter who you think wins in a fight, me or Wes. Unlimited you, time. You have heard the statements made. You've heard the statements made. All right. You've Unlimited heard. I'm a thinker. All right. Don't let Don't let Jake make you believe otherwise. I'm a thinker. All right. And I think, and I put it out into the world that I'm a thinker. Right. Yeah. So. Uh, I uh, I think you're saying. an idiot. <laughs> yeah. What are you gonna do? Alright, put that? on Twitter, twitter.com backslash half capital H talentless capital T. Let us know who you think would win in a death battle. Also uh, I recommend me. you go check out I recommend you also go check out um Secret of Skinwalker Ranch if you thought this episode was somewhat interesting. I know it wasn't our most interesting to date. We both had Jake and I both had pretty busy weeks um these past two weeks with Jake being back in school, so Next week, we're going to try and find a topic that we can really put some meat into, get a good episode out of it with some high-quality content. And by then, Jake will have accepted the fact that he would fucking lose in a death battle. No, it's absolutely just... Not. Absolutely the, not. Jake, respect your elders, all right? I would win. Two fucking minutes, dude. Because your bitch ass couldn't <laughs> keep his heart beating, and they had to pull us out early. It was obviously you your out. heart. It was obviously you're the one with no. heart issues. It was no, 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 obviously no, 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 your no. heart. It, they said it was baby number one. It was you. No, nope. no proof nope. that it was me. Not true. And all the proof. Not that it was true. You. you also have no. That is not true. No one ever said that it was quote baby number one. You they could not tell if it was you or me. It was obviously you, seeing as you have when, fucking heart when issues. When mom told me this story as a kid, she always told me that you were mom the one. Mom tried whose to heart make stopped. you feel better, Jake, because you're the one with you know heart what? issues. Mom wouldn't lie to me. Jake, mom told you that you're hers. All right, she would obviously lie to you. That's true. That's true. I am adopted. Yeah. Anyway. Anyway. Uh, um, Twitter. Hit us up on Twitter. Let us know what you want to hear next. H, Talentless capital T West. Shut up. Um, if you want to see any new, what? What are we doing next? What are we doing next? I don't know. That's. We'll we'll figure it out in between this week and next. But um, if you guys want to see something, let us know on Twitter. Uh, you know, tell us who you think would win in a fight. Yeah. Um, as always, I've been Jake. 
And I'm Wes, and this has been the Half Talentless Podcast.